episode four. Here with Jack Besson from Reef and solo artist and skateboarder. Everything, aren't you, Jack? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. How's it going, rockers? You're all right. We're great. Perks and Hobo, man. Episode four. This is four, is it? Yeah, yeah episode four. four. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy about that, man. I'm happy about the number four. Is it your favourite number? It is actually, Rocker. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm in, man. I am in. <laughs> we we started this podcast. Um, basically, the, the first one we done was just us chatting yeah. um, about yeah. gigs we've been to, um, like right from like when we were kids, like when we started going to shows when we were kids. Um, so the, the first question we always ask anyone is, what was the first show you went to? Well, I did send you a picture earlier of of uh, it, the two proper two years in a row. 87 and 88 I went to the Donington Monsters of Rock Festival and that first 87 was pretty much I, I, I might have gone to see Wasp or something do you know what I mean and yeah probably that probably is my first gig actually wow. <laughs> I was a right yeah. I was a metaler who was just introduced to metal so quickly that I, it took me a while to sort out what I liked it's just sort of metal this sounds like a good a good vibe but yeah I think really that 87 me and my friend, we were 16 and we went on the bus from Bristol to Donington Rock Festival. Monsters of Rock and like yeah, that year. Isn't it? Yeah, my yeah, first was... Donington was 94. But was those, it? Uh, those 80s ones are like, insane, yeah, aren't they? when you see them on YouTube and stuff. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got the, who was it? So that was, uh, I think it was Bon Jovi, Dio, Metallica, Anthrax, Wasp and Cinderella. Yeah. And it was just mind like, you know, you, it was just mind blowing. For you know, we were the age we were. You know, just sixteen. We were going up on the on the coach. It was just wicked, mate. So you know, I was, yeah, I was just put into that. Just, just, yeah. just amazingly great fun and just unbelievable. Just suddenly to be amongst this whole, I don't know, metal. You didn't scene. get hit by any of the uh, bottles of piss, did you, Jack? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> this is the thing about now, isn't it? About you know, people. You just hope people can. I know piss is very obviously very a lovely thing to get showered upon, but the gigs are just such a crack. Everyone's just going crazy. We can't do that now, man. Yeah, I don't you think know. they do that anymore, no. do they? I think I've got to see the road bottle of piss flying at download. <laughs> I can't remember what no, the thing is. Jack, to, to get a chance to go back to a, an actual proper gig, I'd take yeah. one of those bottles for the team. Yeah, because yeah, I miss yeah, it so yeah. much. Proper Robo, gig with no yeah. camera phones. Mate, I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I just, that's the thing in it for the kids right now. I mean, you know, I've had my chance to play gigs and rock out, go to gigs, be in that sweat pit, um, you know, and just experience. I mean, you know, I had no idea at that age what, what a concert was, a gig was. I only started playing bass at 14. I had no idea what a bass line was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's also new. It was amazing, yeah. but I just really hope that kids can experience that extremity of just alternativeness and just yeah oh, you know like being, yeah, being just, packed together and all that you know yeah, you see things just, online at the moment about like gigs being done with like groups of people in pods and it's just like it's not it's not what it should if, be yeah if it has to be that way then dude it has to be that way doesn't it um yeah you know cause it's, it, no music's better than no music and yeah, that's very true. Yeah, we're not sure where it's so, going to go, are we? So. Yeah, so we're just fingers crossed it's just going to get better and better. But yeah, man, so that's that's kind of my first 
music. Yeah, that's a baptism of fire, isn't that's it? That's a great one. Monsters that's a great rock one. in the eighties. It's glory. It was wasn't glory. The year after now. was Guns N' Roses, wasn't it? Yeah, and I went the year after as well. And like again on the coach, same thing. Got two years in a row, and it was just epic, epico. You well, know, great. What was it like seeing Guns N' Roses then? Cool. And it was an amazing gig. Yeah, and it was like the whole thing where the crowd had to get pulled back because obviously there's people were getting crushed. And yeah, but they were. You know, they were guys stuck. didn't make it, did they? No, bless, man. Oh, yeah, it was. But that was, yeah, it's hard to say that that was a cracking gig. I've got the photo of here. I can't remember who else was on that. Was it David Roth? David Lee Roth was, was it? David yeah, Lee Roth. Roth. What was David Lee Roth like? That must have been electric. It's just Yeah, it was a good fun, man. Oh, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was well. But we saw him play in Shepton Manor because we live near the Bath and West Showground and he played there. And, um... That was just like a mental gig as well. It was just good fun. Brilliant. Man. So that, Brilliant. yeah, that was a good laugh. You know, that whole. You've never seen laugh. anyone from Van Halen, have we? No. Much so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> disappointed about that. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Does they still play in this? this, this yeah, I think I think I think David Ross back with them in America. He was definitely. Yeah, I yeah. saw I saw him on some like Jimmy, is it Kimmel Kimball show? Jimmy and Kimmel, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they was doing these like. Few songs outside in the car park or something, and yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it was looking pretty good. Dave was back. Yeah, good, good vibe, isn't it? It's yeah, a good yeah. vibe, you know. It's like because uh, I started off pretty metally, and and then I liked that whole Californian kind of sunshine, Van Halen sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I was really sort of drawn to that sort of like, wow, this is good fun, man. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Happy music, isn't it? David Lee Roth's solo albums—they're very like like happy, aren't they? You put yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what sort of stuff do you listen to these days? Uh, a lot of like blues, like music and stuff, and old blues, and you know, I love, I love just like I quite, I'm quite enjoying. I must, must admit, quite enjoying this. I know it's bad for the music industry, but for the, for the artists maybe. But I could do like the Spotify thing where you put oh, on, yeah. you get the radio of somebody. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, just, totally. You know, I, I use that quite a lot, and it'll yeah, just play, it'll play all sorts, and you'll just be working or doing whatever and suddenly you'll be like what's this this sounds amazing and then you you know it opens your mind to a whole new artist doesn't it that's right hobo that's right man so i'm excited about yeah so i like that you know and i don't know yesterday we listened to some reggae whatever i i did actually buy this album called rockers trimming hmm. album rockers um the reggae one oh, really nice. good and my friend by chance was here yesterday and he just put it on spotify and I'm like oh yeah i know this there's a song called surfing on there it's all like really cool, like reggae kind of dub kind of feel. Right. And that's really good. And then there was this, there's that song on there as well that goes, I don't know, it goes, all oh, the peacemakers. And I got that song called Peacemaker. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like, it was actually similar, like lyrical content to what I've just done, where it's like, so, you know, it's just saying peacemaker, but it's sort of saying, like, if you're going to try and be a peacemaker, like, you've got to come up with the goods or that's, cool. that's the sort of spirit yeah. behind it. You know, in the lyrics of that reggae song, I don't know. Yeah, so that was quite good. You know, when you hear stuff that you connect with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's stuff. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Peacemaker, we, we, that video, I mean, obviously, congratulations on the release of Lucky Mountain Jack. It's, it's, Thanks, a, great, it's a great album. We've, we've had it on about four four times this week. Yeah, we? it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, to me, I can, I can hear a little bit of Americana in there. I can hear a bit of uh, Neil Young in there. Um, and it's just fantastic. It's, it's just really well-written well songs. Say a bit, what, sorry, a bit. 
XL Main Street Stones. I hear a bit of that. In there. Oh yeah, there is a bit of that sort of vibe. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's very good. That's the vibe, isn't it? It's really. It's really yeah, mellow. no, thanks, thanks very much. I mean, and it's pretty like low, like homegrown recording, whatever like, lo-fi yeah. kind of. Record. Well, I've done my best to record it, the best I could. Do you know what I mean? But it's pretty much done in the barn and a couple of other little studios and over a little bit of time, you know. But yeah, I really enjoy doing it, and um, I've got four more songs I'm putting out. Like a, another EP I'm putting out at the end of October called Brother Thunder. Okay. And it's almost like the the end of a little, a little bit of a body of work of Lucky Mountain. It's just kind of, it just it just almost like tops it off a little bit. So I'm going to release that. That's, that's why it's been great to get everything on um, my work on Spotify and all those platforms. I got a great guy helping me with that. Yeah. And uh, it's just nice to release because <laughs> I put my first record on there as well. It's called Be Notified. And I recorded that in the farmhouse here, even more oh, okay. like no I mean, so that's on that's you can listen to that now as well. Oh, cool. Lucky Man, so, Lucky Man is the freshest thing, and then this Brother Thunder thing is going to almost like um, top it off because I know next year we're going to be busy with Reef, so right. it's almost like putting out releasing for me this body of work so that I can go out and play gigs having some lush songs that I know work live really well because I've already played some of these songs live and I know which cool. ones work well, and I can go yeah. and have I can have fun, I can have fun, you know. So I'm excited. And I saw the footage of you in the barn, Jack, playing in the oh, barn. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, thank, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, that's really stripped back, isn't it? Just myself, acoustic guitar, yeah. harmonica, like, just making the best I can with that <clears> stripped <throat> back vibe. But I enjoy doing it, you know? And the more positive reaction I get from it, like from like yourselves today, it just gives me confidence. And because and, I love doing it, and I love the interaction with people. And just doing stuff like this now, you know, I love doing it. So it just encouraged me to do more. And, you know, I just want to have some great rocking shows, man. Yeah, you know? it's fantastic. Nice one. We'll have to get you to see you live in person. Oh, we'll definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it'd be good fun, man. I did a little gig in the barn like two nights ago here in the barn. I might do a few gigs in the barn, actually, at some point. Just do like kind of, I don't know, charge a bit for a ticket or something. I'll do some sort of vibe. and Because it's so lush in there. I mean, that's only like mm. 20, well, I don't know, probably 10, 15 people max. But... At the same time, I'm just working on now, just trucking around the country a little bit, doing like quite cool little venues. Yeah. Like I've, I've played in my mate's bike shop before, which is quite a good laugh in Reading. I mean, so I quite like nice. just like venues that are just, he's got like a warehouse bike shop, you know? So just, just finding places that are. Like unique places to. Uh, yeah, and you're not relying on the usual, away. you're not relying on the usual promoters and all that. Just, just do something different and promote it yourself and. You know, just have fun, just hanging out with like-minded people. Really, that's what it's about. Really, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it is. What do you prefer playing? Do you prefer playing bass or guitar or? Uh, I just both of them satisfy my inner like need. Really, do you know that's what I mean? Good, yeah. of, of doing something creative. I like, you know, I just love picking up a guitar. But it's, sometimes it's sometimes it's easy to write on the bass, but. If you're going to write lyrics and stuff like that, it's nice to have the acoustic guitar, you know, sometimes mm. you might come up with a bass line that you can come up with a vocal, but there's a more, there's more of a harmonic range when you hit a chord or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear more of a harmonic range that might give you an idea for an extra melody, um, whereas the bass is kind of like, quite, you know, like bass gnarly, isn't it? You know, I just, <laughs> I just, I love it. I love it all, to be honest with you. And I, and I love playing harmonica. 
as well and like that's helped me get some vocal melodies as well just by just it's really featured on the album isn't it the harmonica yeah it's great yeah it's i really great. like the sound of harmonica you know like you said about neil young and that i really love i you know neil, neil young's amazing i love his kind of his whole artistic take on it all you know and it's like yeah. he's a great he writes great lyrics and just yeah he's super cool isn't he and he's so yeah super, yeah yeah, so you know, that's a definitely an inspiration. That's sort all. Of, that's all. Sort of, but I do love the harmonica, though. I love playing that, you know. And, and you did the um, Cheddar Experiment Band with, with your pals, and you was raising money for, uh, you know, getting skate parks built and repaired and things, wasn't you? That, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. Been, you know, funding yeah, for skate parks. Yeah, thanks, Perks. I've been, um, yeah, we've well, it's actually, you know, it's just been great to immerse myself in the community a little bit because we have got a lot of like we talk about like-minded people like you just don't realize when you start doing stuff and we start putting gigs on we put like charity gigs on in the local pub which is, you know i can see it out the window there like they gave us the upstairs room and we start putting gigs on there for you know a couple of different charities like for surf against surge and we just when my, my dad passed away we did some for the hospice and then we were when we thought how cool it would be to get a pump track because we've been going to the one in bristol under the flyover Mm. There's a pump track there that goes, oh, not the flyover. There's a yeah, bridge over just for the SS Great Britain. There's a, there's one down over by the allotments. And it's such great fun, you know what I mean, for skateboard and BMX. So we thought, oh, wouldn't it be great? Because our skate, we get, like like most places, you know, we're getting populated, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? The, the country's growing with with humans and that, which is cool. I'm not, that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. But we, if it does, we need more places to have fun. And, we, and you know, our skate park's getting quite busy. Yeah. So we're we're really excited about expanding it with this pump track because they're right la they are well, you know and it's going to be it's it's not a rough it's it's going to be smooth for skating and you know for biking as well so um we've just got plan of mission and now we've got to get our heads together and start raising the cash but it's it's really exciting you know we're just um, doing some work down at our one in Leon C um you know extending that skate park not that I you know claim to be a skater I've always loved it um, yeah. I saw, I saw the Bones Brigade. Well, I didn't see them. I went to try and see them when I was like 13 at Rom Skate Park. The Bones Brigade came. You can, just do, you know Bowler, do you know Bowler then? Do you know Bowler? Or? Oh, yeah, I, I know he's, he's from around our area, yeah. But I, I know yeah, Paul Carroll, and he's been working on that ramp down at Leon C. Yeah, he has. That's, um, what I heard. That's, what, yeah. that's what Bowler was telling me, man. That's exciting, isn't it? Because he's got, yeah. I've got, his, I've got his Dale side T-shirt on now, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, it'd be so My fresh. God, he'll love that. I got two of his T-shirts, man. I wear them to death. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah. like them. They've got, they got a good character it. to them. But I've, I went and had a skate on his on the Dale side one, man. I mean, it was a bit wet and, you know... Oh, I was just doing my thing, but I went down there and met, I met Paul down there and I went with Bowler as well. And you know, my, my kids can't wait to go and skate it. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm saying about doing this, this, these gigs. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can get in the camper van with the kids and my wife and we can go off and perhaps I can do a gig and the kids can have a skate, you know, yeah. and I can have a skate and just, just go around, you know, even even a little skate park tour or something. Yeah, no, that's I mean? cool. I mean, yeah, Paul's got his, um, his, his outside one that he's done in the woods and, and he's got... He's extending the one down late, so there's two they've got. So, yeah, that's cool, isn't it? Everyone's going to do a little gig in the woods, wouldn't it? Get a little bit of power in there and stuff. Do you know what I mean, but yeah, that's down there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. So that's so no, he's does he, yeah. So that you're helping with that one down where you are. You're a little bit Leon C, is it or? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I've been down to see it, but I don't skate. Yeah, as I was saying, I I went to try and see the Bones Brigade when I was a kid, and they couldn't get out of the van. There was like thousands of skaters. They honestly, they come into ROM 
and they tried yeah. to get out of the van. That's totally they couldn't. Little they little couldn't. Little they, yeah, they couldn't. So they had to turn around, drive the van off, and then they had like three thousand skateboarders following, including me, <laughs> down the street. I had like this Christian Hazoi Santa Cruz skateboard, and I couldn't even really skate, but I was following them, <laughs> and they were throwing, yeah, like, were, they were throwing were flyers and stuff at the, at the roof, and then they never skated. Well, I think they did come back a couple of years later, but yeah, wow, that that was my skateboarding career there, Jack. Following <laughs> the bones, <laughs> following the bones for going. For some people, that would have been enough, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, man, to be honest, I think it was worth hanging up with me, uh, hanging up the ball then, straight after that. <laughs> we, had, we had Tony Hawk down our way once, in, um, that was in Lee, wasn't it? Skated the bowl. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah I wasn't there, but I know people who were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. someone who was, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, no, we have we have quite a cool little scene that down in South End. You know, we've always had a good music scene this way, and we've always quite a few venues and stuff. But uh, you know, pretty yeah, cool. well, we played there last year. Well, it might be last year or two years ago. We did two nights, didn't we, at South End? Reef did. Um, yeah, and I really, yeah, really good time. I got a tattoo. It the opposite bottle is a tattoo. It's called Bert. I can't remember the name of the studio now. That's which is bad of me. But yeah, I love it there, man. I can't. Put, uh? There's so many of them, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Well, Bert's the dude. That's the name of the guys. People don't know, man. I've forgotten what it's called in the tattoo. Maybe it's. I, I, I really enjoyed it. We, we stayed the night. I mean, we had the, we had the um, tour bus down by the seafront. You know what I mean, and we just had a. Yeah, we had yeah it's good that's happened. You know, you've got the, the Chinnery's live music venue, and you've got the. You know, the that's, where, that's, where, that's where we played. I'm sure we played there two nights, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've seen yeah. quite a few people down there. Hobo plays down there. Um, yeah, are you playing then, Rocker? Right? Yeah, because you were, yeah, as Pirates were saying, you were playing in the band, or you're still playing, are you? That's great. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm in a band called Hobo. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, we, it's, we're kind of a kind of, a, it's hard to explain what we're like, but kind of a bit, a bit of a stonery kind of rock band kind of thing. All great. Quite heavy riffs, and but quite melodic vocals, so. Uh, it's it's like, I think it's like Black Label. Society with uh, Scott Wyland on vocals. That's how I would describe vocals. But nice. Yeah, everyone hears us differently. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, that's everyone. good. Then, so you you enjoy you enjoying the rock and that as well, then, man. You enjoy oh, yeah. playing. Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I've done a few gigs here and there. You know, it's, it's always uh, it's always entertaining. Um, yeah. My my old band, we were called Bates Motel. We we played bloodstock in 03 um that was really cool you know it was a bit it was a good experience but you know we, we sort of we never sort of took it as far as we could have done you know we, we, yeah, at the time, feedback, yeah at the time roadrunner were just opening um a uk branch they were emailing us saying they wanted to come and see us all this kind of stuff but they just never they never showed up so you know we told them when we were playing and they never showed up that was the end of it, really. But you know, life's life. You just yeah. carry on going, don't you? Well, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just don't know what you know. That's it's, it's same for me now. You know, you just put yourself out there, and some people will take on to it, and some won't. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Because you, no, you just love doing it. So yeah, you know. Because otherwise, I was say on the uh, on the peacemaker video, Jack, the um, the, like the mountaineering seventies mountaineering footage. Where did the inspiration for that come? It's really cool and it goes with it so well, doesn't it? Yeah, thanks, Perks. I got, that is, again, it's just from doing what you do, but um, I met 
this lovely chap called Eric Davis, and uh, he runs the Museum of British Surfing down in North Devon in Brompton, which is like a, just basically a museum about surfing in this country. And it's really cool, actually. If you go and if anyone's in Brompton, like say before, you know, you've got Croydon, Staunton, and Patsburg, all the great surf breaks we've got in North Devon. Uh, so in, in Brompton, there's a, yeah, basically he's got the museum there. And I just befriended him, and sometimes we go surfing together. He's got a wicked, like, longboard I'll bar off and sometimes made by this great shaper called Chops. And this longboard's got, like, a great Jimi Hendrix picture on there. Um, oh, blah, oh. blah, blah. I love that board. But he's, um, so this guy, yeah, when he was back 22, you know, so he's, but he's still got such a stoke for surfing and that now, and stoke for life, you know. You hang out with him, and he's just like, mate, you're, you're still doing it for that, for that stoke. But him and his mates, they were on a trip. Uh, to the Himalayas, they just took about three Land Rovers, like 110 Land Rovers, their own like camera equipment, climbing gear. I don't know how many, there's on the, it's about 10 of them, I think. And they did this trip all the way through different countries. I think Afghanistan and it's all, it's all like, there's a longer film of it, if you know what I mean, but they've never put it out because they, they cut it to like, um, they cut it to like Led Zeppelin and stuff that they would never be able to use. So I saw this long film and I was like, Eric, mate, would you mind if I just use this footage and then cut it to this song, Peacemaker, do you know what I mean? And um, the, the person who helped me do that edit is, her name's Demi Taylor, and she does the, uh, the London Surf Film Festival. Okay. Yeah, so I did a bit of work with her before where she used a song off my first record, which is Devils in the Room, and she used that song yeah. To, she, she got all the films that were going to be shown at the Surf Festival and she edited them to, to, to the song um, Devils in the Room for me. So I really liked the way she edited it. So I got her to edit the, this, this footage of Eric's, which is the climbing footage. I got her to, to edit it in the same way to, um, to Peacemaker. You know I mean? So you can see both those videos on my Music Glue um, store. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to sell myself there, but if you were, in, if anyone's interested in watching these two films, you can see the you can see the surfing one to Devils in the Room, and you can see um. Yeah, we haven't seen the surfing one, one so yeah. We're yeah, it's just yeah, it's so really that's great. Come about. That's, that's cool, isn't it? it really yeah, does go. It, it, it really does go. Yeah, thank you, man. I really I do like that whole spirit of like, obviously the 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 album's called Lucky Mountain, and there's a few references. I mean, like you know, where I live in Cheddar, I'm no, it's not a mountain. I'm right in the gorge. I'm always looking at cliffs all the time, and there's obviously like references to those things in my music and um, and I've been to the Himalayas as well. So I dig the fact, I, you know, and the guitar I used on the record, I took, I went to Himalayas tracking and I actually had the guitar I use quite a lot of the time. And, you know, I took that on my backpack. I, I had a backpack and I had my guitar, you know what I mean? So I've got a whole thing, a feeling for the Himalayas as well. I loved it there, you know, and uh, yeah. the actual, one of the songs on there is Lucky Mountain and Lucky Mountain, take a look with your eyes, take a look at the sunrise, you know, at sunrise. I saw the sunrise on, um, Annapurna mountain range and it just stuck with me but that was a long yeah. time I, I went on that trick a long time ago but it's only now that I've written a song I wrote a song with the kind of feel of yeah. that morning you know so that's the thing of music isn't it doesn't you don't an art you don't have to write a, there and then you can you can you can take something and be inspired from something you've done a while back and yeah. when you're ready, ready when you're ready you use it don't you you know oh, totally yeah it's all about it's all about memories and things isn't it you know things that pop into your head yeah, yeah, feelings and stuff that's beyond, you know, just another part of you, isn't it? It's, it's, there's, there's, there's a part of you, but then there's, there's the subconscious kind of feelings that you get, that, which is, you know, sometimes when you write music, it's, it's from that place, you know? Mm. It's, 
yeah, it's cool, you know. So, uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Reef, if we may. Yes, the early days, because obviously you, um, you were one of the founding members. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Gary really, were, we got together so early. But carry on, man, I don't want to interrupt you. No, it's fine. Yeah, so what were the early gigs like? You know, like the early shows and that. Can, can you remember, like, the, the very first Reef gig? Uh, yeah, I mean, the first... I'm trying to work out the first gig was with the original lineup because we had a different guitar player first, you know, because mm. me and Gary moved from, we moved from this area to London and um, to try and make a go of it with music and a band and whatever. I suppose that's the kind of place you needed to be to, to kind of make it. Is... Yeah, we'd already, we had a summer, we had a, we did it, we did a summer season like that in Newquay. Me and Gary had a band and we, so that's, we got together, me and Gaz, got a band. To, we, we all we all moved to Newcastle. It's the first time we moved out of, out of home. Do you know what I mean? So we tried. Mm. We had a crack at it down there. We had a, such a good laugh. Do you know what I mean? That's the yeah. first time ever living from home. And then and then and after that, we did the same thing. But we moved. We, we didn't have that band anymore. But me and Gary did the same thing. We moved to London with the idea to build a band up up there. Um, and uh, so I can't. I don't know for the very first gig. I think the very first gig was probably with a different guitar player, same drummer. Um, and I'm trying to think where that was. I know we did some gigs at the King's Head in Fulham and stuff like that. There was another place down that way as well. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name oh, yeah. of that venue, but it was that kind of thing, really. But my the, the first gigs that we did so early on was that Replenish, yeah, uh, which, which were really amazing shows. Especially one night we did three nights at the Albert Hall supporting Paul Weller. Oh, it's incredible! Wow, um, it was incredible for us, you know, because our record company said they were quite cool. Actually, it's Muff Winwood and Lincoln Elias, um, Sony S2, and they pretty much said to you, like, said to, to Reef, to us, they said, um, we're going to give you enough money to buy a van, and um, we just want you to go and play for a year. We want to go just go around the country and play gigs, you know, and get yeah, get good. You're good. You you are good, but obviously, you know, they come from a time when when bands were absolutely rocking you know what i mean so it's like we want you get to get to a level so, mm. but, but but during that sort of time i think paul weller heard our our little seven inch vinyl or whatever we had a double a double a side choose to live and um good feeling you offer a plenish yeah and, and paul weller i don't know you know maybe one of our label guys spoke to his you know, but, but we but suddenly we were we were playing with paul weller so those they were so early for us you know we were so young um, but they were so propelled into like the world of big support. Yeah, it was wicked. You know, some people would dream of that, wouldn't they? That quick. That's we were so lucky, man. Yeah, we were. Well, I mean, we were driven. I know we were driven, but at the same time, it's a bit of a luck, a bit of who you know, and all that. Um, but those gigs were priceless because we got to see Paul Weller, and he had such a great band with him. Mm. So we kind of, I kind of knew about this feeling of. Um, of rocking out and getting your energies going and getting and living for the moment and all that. Do you know what I mean? I had that slight understanding of that. I like I like that. Do you know what I mean? That feeling. Yeah. And then we we saw one, one of the nights we watched them and Weller had, Weller and his band were on fire, and there was such a connection between all the players, you know. And it was such a special moment. And for us to see that so young, we were stood outside the stage going, "Man, this is happening right now!" You know, right yeah. in front of us. Yeah. This energy, this fire, it's, it's and this connection between the musicians. And you know, just to see that, you can see what you can see what sort of level you can get to. Do you know what I mean? And, mm, mm. You know, it's good to see other people doing it and it, and just like going, "Whoa, man!" So um, yeah, they, they really were they were bands, just in, in yeah, you know, and just going, out, you know, I'm shivering now, man. I got goose. 
you know, that's what it's about, isn't it? You know, that, that inspired us. And then hopefully we inspire other people. Who knows? But that's what you, that's what you hope you do, isn't it? You hope you inspire other people to, to take this path to enjoy music because it's just good for your soul and it's good yeah. for your plan. It's good for it's good for everyone if, if yeah. people are doing creative stuff and and maybe battling their fears, you know, and all that, you know, and overcoming stuff. It's great. Yeah, yeah. We're missing live gigs, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so out of know, um, out of the band, who's the person? Because there's always one. Who's the person who gets the most nervous? <laughs> right now, I mean, it's a dip. What? Uh, right now, it's um, playing live. Out of the band now. I mean, we have, we, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've just, we've just, we've got a new record coming out and, um, with Reef, and that's going to, well, actually, we're just waiting for it to be mixed and stuff. So it'll still be a little bit of a while, but it's pretty much in the bag. Yeah. Um, but you're saying out of the band now, because it's only me and Gary that are the original members. Now we've got, we've got oh, I mean, back chance. then, sorry. Back then, like when you were like, back then, who said was... to you, right, you're playing the album with Paul Weller. One of you must I have think been we were... terrified. I know. I think we were. I think we were all pretty terrified, but <laughs> I don't know. There was, it, it was good chemistry, man. I mean, we were. You know, we really stood a great band. But then it was the original lineup, and it, we were just doing our stuff, and we had a good chemistry, and we all helped mm. each other along. And I don't think anyone was particularly more nervous than anyone. I think we just. We just took it. We just took it on the chin. Went up there and done your thing. Yeah, we did it together, especially early on like that. You know, it was all cool. You know, I mean, obviously we were nervous. You're gonna be, but I think the music. You know, I think the energy we had with Gary's great voice as well. Oh, he's got a fantastic voice. Yeah, so you're just there and you're playing, and then that's enough just to go. You're just listening to it and you just get into it. You know, that's. This is the thing, isn't it, about live music? It's so special, and like, it's, it's, I've, I've had a moment recently. I can't remember who who it was, who it was I was listening to, but you, I kind of just—they were playing live, and I kind of walked into the middle of them all playing, and it's just an amazing sound, you know. Mm. And you just like just to be right amongst this whole energy, and it's just—that's the beauty of bands. You've got these different characters all like doing their thing. Yeah. Creating this sound, isn't it? I mean, you must know Hobo, mate. It's just oh, lush, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's and fantastic. It's a great. But I, yeah, I still get that buzz now. But I'm saying so from then till now, because now we've got, we've hooked up with um, Andy Taylor, who is the guitar player in Duran Duran, but he's done loads of solo stuff himself. Yeah, all right, so okay. We've wrote, we've we've written an album with 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 Andy. Mm. Uh, wow, really? Which which is quite cool actually because it's given us and we've got Jesse Wood on board who's been with us now for probably five years right uh who's a really cool guitar player and, and you know he's got that great background he's got a lovely background of music he he loves music so much Jesse like we all do and then we've got and we've got his second guitar player come on board and a songwriter and, and he's a vocalist as well so he's come on board mm-hmm. um so we've written an album with him which is I, I don't know what you know we've kind of got a name for it we're just working on artwork and all that right now yeah, getting it fixed. But um, yeah, you said about nervousness, but now that I don't know, man. So we'd all probably be a bit nervous now. But the thing is, we've done a couple of gigs, and uh, it just feels like the roof's got a whole new energy now, man. So that's mm, quite mm. exciting, you know. Because I love playing. I got to say, I love playing bass. I love rocking out on bass. Yeah, distortion, bass, distorted, and again, I still love hearing Gary sing. Um. And I just enjoy it. I still really enjoy it. You know what I mean? So mm. I mean, I'm, super, I'm super excited about doing gigs. I know when 
when it happens, it's going to be great for Reef again. But I just, of course, it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really the album is going to be brilliant. Yeah, it's really cool actually because it's nice to have that. You know, we're talking about earlier. We were talking about um, you know, eighty-seven, eighty-eight monsters of rock. You know, I mean, most you know, most of those bands were like two guitars you know and like heavy rock and heavy riffs you know so yeah. it's, it's kind of got that feeling about it. you got you got ex, bit, bit extra information with um with Andy's guitar you know and you got the we, we had a very good drummer actually record the album with us called luke bullen okay um so i would imagine he'll come out with us on tour so it's, it's, i think it's gonna be a really good lineup man you know mm. musicians and that yeah and andy's gonna go on the tour with you and Andy as well, yeah. I think no, we're all we are all it? like we're all like horses, man, just jumping on this bit. Just oh, can't man. wait to get yeah. out there. But we just come, come to come yeah. to Chinnery's, yeah. We'll be there. Yeah, well, well I would imagine we might, but it's brilliant again, mate. <laughs> it's it's really exciting for us, but so much you have to be so patient in in the music world. You know, you can have a you can have a lovely body of work, but you just have to wait for it to be mastered. And you have to wait mm. for this. You have to wait for that. You know, so we just sort of just we're just sort of hanging in there and letting it. You know, and also now we all have to wait for uh, the COVID thing to get better. You know, so it's, you yeah, to be so, we learn to be patient with it all. You know, but in the meantime, yeah. that's what I'm that's what I'm happy doing. Lucky Mountain and stuff like that, doing the Jack Besson stuff that I can perhaps do gigs and and I can do stuff when we're not. It's, it takes a lot of organising for a whole band, so I can do stuff that's a bit more ad hoc. You know, yeah, for, of course. For, for, for a surf, do a gig somewhere. You know, enjoy it. You know, enjoy music that way. So yeah, so it's it's, it's a lovely. Uh, I'm in lucky. I'm in a lucky position actually with 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 Reef and, and this. You know, so I'm excited. Hobo and Perks. Oh, uh, we've got some cool forests down here, man. If you want to come down here and <laughs> chuck out a few songs, you're more than welcome anytime. Yeah, yeah, nice. Because <laughs> um, we went to Reading Festival back in the day. Um, you know, Reading '95, '96, and '97. I think you guys were there. Um. And we, we saw a few of you of your songs. I think it was read in '95. I think you were on the was it Movie Maker stage? Yeah, we were in one of the tents, weren't we? The first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a wicked gig. Yeah, um, and it was was it Ash on before you or after Probably. you? Because we saw the pair of you in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard back then because you're like you're younger and you're like, where is everything? I've got to see this band, you know. And you yeah, just yeah, yeah. You're obviously having a reef and not that really. Know. <laughs> <laughs> where you're going, are you? Where's my tent? Oh, but yeah, yeah uh, those, those, those Reading festivals when I was younger was so amazing. I actually almost prefer playing that one in the, in the big marquee, though. You know, in that in that alternative stage, because once you're on the massive stage, you're just not. You know, it's still good fun, obviously, and what a lovely opportunity. But I've got such a great, and I know Gary has as well. That gig, the one in the tent, because it was the time, and it was just we we have got it on video somewhere and weirdly the, the the artist who did our um replenish album cover paul cohen has got in touch with me recently saying you know we should hook up i really love lucky mountain blah 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 but he filmed that gig and he's got really? footage of the fans like a waterfall like crowd surfing and coming over there and it was just wicked to watch i remember on stage just watching yeah, and it was yeah. like a continuous, like a human waterfall coming over, sweaty tent again. Do you know what I mean? And it, and it, that was what that's what made that gig. It was just rad. You know, everyone was up for this kind of, you know, yeah. they 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 were aware of us. I think we might have been on with, with the skateboarding video with the mini disc one might have been out, and everyone was like bang up for this mini band. Yeah, sounded but... a bit like Led Zeppelin. They sounded a bit rockers again. You know what I mean? Because there wasn't much that happening, was there? 
time I ever heard you, ever, ever heard your band was on telly on that mini disc advert. Yeah, so people were like, people were almost like celebrating the fact that there was a band, you know, that was doing that sort of thing, and it was skatey and it was rocky, and the spirit was there. I hope the spirit was there again. What I was saying earlier, that that skip, mm. that spirit of just living for the moment, and you know what I mean, so yeah. that came, you know, people really enjoyed being like that at the gigs, do you know what I mean? Having a hell of a time, letting their hair down. Yeah, those, just... those festivals are amazing. In our episode one, we talk, I talk about seeing Foo Fighters in that same tent. Wow. First ever gig. And I've, I've still got some photos of it, which I spoke about. I, still, I found them the other day, didn't I? Mm. But they were taken with a crappy camera. It's before digital cameras. But there's, That's amazing. There's, there's, there's pictures of all the people climbing up the rafters and stuff. And, and Dave yes. Grohl, Dave, like, I got down the front after about, you know, 40 minutes and I got one good picture of Dave Grohl headbanging. That's good. Have you? So like, yeah, oh, that's thing on the Insta or something. But um, yeah, I'd like to was, see that, Rocker. That, like that's the same, the same vibe as, as as you guys playing that tent. And anyone that played them tents back then, no, no camera phones, nothing. Just everyone in there, sweaty, that just rocking. Like, yeah. Pure, pure music, pure, yeah, phones pure energy. They've ruined the fun a bit, really, haven't they? You know, you stand there and there's someone in front of you with their phone up for the whole set. And it's like, you can, yeah, you need to yeah, be in the I moment. Think, I know. I think with this, with the record we've just done with Reef now, though, I think we're going to have that. If anyone's got a phone in their hand, it's going to get knocked out pretty quickly. <laughs> do you know what I mean, we've got that, we've got that sound back again now, and that which I'm really excited about. Do you know what I mean, because we, we we did play when we played we played Glastonbury Festival a couple uh, was it last year? Was it? It wasn't on last year. Was it two, a couple of years ago? The last time it was on, we played at the Avalon, and we played it in a tent up up there so fairly recently so we and it was a really good fun man you know yeah. what I mean but I think with this record we're doing now that's coming out we're gonna have that thing again hopefully people can be in the tent again like that and I and I hope that all three of us are in a tent somewhere like that mate we can go yeah it's happening <laughs> you know what I mean because this new yeah. record we're doing it was this new record we got with the two guitars and just this the whole spirit I think it's gonna go off somewhere like that again man so Fantastic. hopefully, hopefully it will live man it hasn't got a release date or anything yet then it's just uh, no this is going to be yeah it'll be next year i imagine this probably this the single will be out next early next year hopefully and then mm. an album an album you know this is hard for us to actually book a, 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 a tour in at the minute because we just don't know what's going on with the COVID. No, exactly exactly yeah pardon where did you record it uh we had a really cool vibe man where uh we we got a rehearsal room over Bruton Way, so we're in, so we're in Somerset. Uh, I'm in Cheddar, but over the, we we also got a lock up over that way, and um, so we uh, within we had the songs written, and Jesse said about this drummer called Luke, and uh, okay, let's bring him up. So he came to the this our lock up or our rehearsal room. And uh, we had the songs, and we just demoed the songs in about four days, right? Mm. And then we had the studio booked the following week, the, that that weekend at the, end, at the end of that week. Yeah. So we had more or less Thursday night off, Friday off, and then we went to a studio in in in, in London called Baltic Studios. Mm. And pretty much, when we finished, it was almost like the night where you would not be allowed to fly after. After COVID, do you know what I mean? So, because right. Andy Taylor was living in, in, he's in, he lives in Ibiza, so he had to fly back. So we pretty much recorded it in, a, in, a, in a week. We demoed it in four days. We'd, right. we'd written it over a period of time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To actually record, we to actually record it, it was just wicked. It just went really well with this drummer that we only met on the Monday. Mm. 
but you know when there's a special chemistry again and yeah, then he's sure. really but great player. Is he staying really on board of that project? Did, did I think he's going to become, yeah, definitely. He was, we were going to do some gigs like uh, driving ones, which got pulled because of, um, because of the COVID, so we so we didn't do them. But he was coming out to tour with that, so he's 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 bang up for it, and we're bang up for him coming out with us. So it's a really good lineup, you know. You got the two guitars, got great drummer. Like I say, we have to be in that show now. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I got I got I've got hats off for the chemistry of Reef back in the day, and you know, much love to Dom and Cameron in the band, and you know, we've had different drummers and. You know, and that that was a time, and now this is you know this for me now. This is another time, man. This is exciting yeah. now, you know. So, fantastic. Yeah. You 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 said you touched on Glastonbury. You you played there four or five times now. Ninety five, you played in first, didn't you? Yeah, that was funny. What was that yeah. like? I mean, was you? Yeah. Was you on the main yeah. stage? Wasn't you? Yeah, we were on the main stage about three thirty in the afternoon. Amazing, mate, because I can kind of like, we can hear we can hear more or less on a on a certain day hear it from here mm. in where I live. Do you know what I mean? But we we'd, we'd quite often go to the festivals because for for a couple of years I worked there on the gates and bits and bobs. So it was just amazing just to go over there and play. I mean, it was incredible. But I think the the most memory I've got, the best memory, is when we played it. I mean, I love playing it last year when we played. Get mixed up with some of the dates, really. I know we played that recently. <laughs> we played the Avalon stage, it was rad. I'm sure it was last year, I can't remember. I've, anyway, got Robert, that, I've got a mate who can remember going to Glastonbury when tickets were a fiver and they gave you a pint of milk when you walked in. That's pretty cool, isn't it? What pint of milk from the farm? That's that's a good vibe, isn't it? I don't even know what year that was. I'm trying to think. I have, right? <laughs> no, that's amazing, man. That's really cool. I've only been once, and that was 2017, and that was, yeah. and it was dry the whole time. Me and my brother just walked around, watching so many bands in, in our oh, shorts, and, shorts and trainers. Yeah, yeah, you had a lovely. I mean, we, I really enjoyed it last time we were there because we, were, I said we were Avalon, and then there was an amazing skate park set up in the Greenpeace area. It was really cool, you know. It's like, wow, I just, I just hang out here, really. So next time I'm gonna go, you know, I'm working on my skating, but next time I'm just gonna hang out there and just skate and. Do you always take your skateboard on tour. Yeah, always. Yeah, there's actually what I'd like to do. We've got an old air, we've got all those old airstream caravans, and what I'd love to do is just r drive it from here with a tractor and just pull up and just hang out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? They're really cool, man. That's my dream. I'm gonna make that happen, man. That's a, that's. No. that's... But no, I do. I say no, but the best, the most favourite time was um, we played about six thirty on the main stage, yeah, and I was so amped up. And I remember me and Gary bumped into each other on a stage and I just thought, I don't know who it was. I didn't realize it. I was, I was just going to scrap whoever it was. He bumped into me to, to take away my moment. Yeah. So I, opened my eyes, I opened my eyes up just sort of ready to scrap somebody. And it was Gary. So we just bumped into each other. But that's, I was so amped up. It was, it was crazy. Just like, you know, because you just are. It's all those people watching you and you just get this energy. And it was wicked, mate, you know? Oh, uh, the adrenaline. I was watching yeah. um, uh, Royal Blood and... Fifi Cairo at Glastonbury, me and my brother were just watching them two bands. It was just like the crowd was just like, this is just. Like, yeah, but that was really good. Happening. That was, this is happening. This is happening. It was really, really amped up. You know, like you say, amped up. Yeah. They were yeah. two amped up performances. Oh, that's cool. Really so that was 2017, was it? Yeah, 2017. We saw, we saw the Food Fighters there as well. Wow. Um, yeah, Avalanches. Uh, well, loads of people. We even went, we actually saw. Um, Oh, the 
Sex Pistols guitarist in, in a tube. They had a tube, I don't know if you saw it, like a tube carriage from a tube train around in the kind oh, of yeah. metal area. It was run by the Earache Records. Like they had metal. Oh, that sounds good fun. Yeah, and uh, he was just in there acoustically doing like God Save the Queen and all that. Glenn Madlock, in it? Yeah, and I've, I've filmed my brother in there like dancing around in this tube carriage and, and Glenn is the stairs playing acoustic. It was like, this is, this, is a, this is a bit of a moment. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, yeah, that is a great moment, isn't it? Yeah, loved it. I've used to go back, you went a few times back in the day. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, I've been to Glastonbury quite a few times. But most that times is. I... Most times I've been, it's been Mad. so wet. I've been like up to my yeah, knees yeah. in the mud trying to walk through it. It makes it hard work, doesn't it? Yeah, it does make it hard work. You got the mud, I got, you got some the pure sunshine and trainers. <laughs> Just going around seeing everyone wanted. No you lucked in that year then, Rocker. <laughs> no, I didn't go that year. Oh, I lucked out there. Who's your favourite band you've toured with? Have you toured with many bands that you didn't know and then you sort of got to know them on tour? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is we were lucky to do a tour with, um, who was it? We had Sandgard and Caius. Oh my God. <laughs> um, we yeah. only love Sandgard and Caius. <laughs> I know, we were so lucky. And uh, I'm sorry about that, but there's, there's a lovely, lovely, lovely band as well. And they had that video with the bee, the bee in it. Do you remember that band? There was a video with the bee and they were- Blind Melon. Blind Melon, brother. Yeah. You're not Blind Melon. It was not long after that he passed away, so you know, bless him. Yeah. So we had these great bands playing, and we and it was like we were in Scandinavia. So we it was, it was Reef, and then like I said, what the bands I've said, but and we were going around like um, uh, like ice hockey rings around Scandinavia, playing that kind of size venues, and then we That's played. A, yeah, and then we played in um, in in um, Germany. It says there's the uh, there's some. I can't remember the name of the airport. There's an airport there, isn't there? An old one. Right. I can't remember. So we played this old airport, this old airport hangar or something. And it was, you know, again, they say this Paul Goen guy who did the artwork. He was on tour with us. He's got, he's got some footage of it. We're going to try and get this footage off it, maybe and do a little, do a little docker or something. I don't know, whatever. But it was, it was wicked, you know. Mm. And I remember watching one night watching Sandgard and then just like, I mean, it was a very male crowd in Germany. It was just all. Males or male, male rockers. That's it's fine, it's super cool on that. But there's a lot of testosterone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just remember that one of the nights, just just watching them up front and just just getting really stuck in and, and then just getting kicked out. But because I had the because I was playing, I kept I was able to get back in again. Yeah. So it was just one of those nights. I just felt like I had this kind of like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but they were wicked to watch. They kind of stoked your fire, man. They were really good. Do you know what I mean? You got the bass player giving it the finger and just like. Yeah. Uh, they, did you get to hang out with them much? They quite yeah, social? a little bit, little bit. I remember hanging out with the Caius dudes and that. And mm. I know a couple of lads hung out with um, the Sand Garden on the ferry. One of the ferries was a long ferry from Norway or somewhere to somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was really good. So that was you asking about memories of playing with other bands. But like I said, we yeah. had the weather. Blind Melon, man. Do you know what? They're Blind Melon are probably they're on my list of one of the bands I regret never seeing. I've seen. Yeah. They were very good. You know, it's almost Same. like the Almond Brothers sort of vibe, isn't it? They have that sort of musicianship, that sort of yeah. bit, bit sort of like country kind of dudes all hanging out. and Yeah, they're still going. They're still going. They've, uh, oh, they bless them, man. Yeah. Yeah, they released an album uh, two or three years ago now. I think it was called For All My Friends and it's like with a different singer. Um, yeah. I think they're just gearing up to release another new album. So, you know, oh, fair play cool. to them because 
it wasn't their fault, you know, what happened, what, you know, it's, you're, you're at your absolute height of the career, and then someone yeah. makes a mistake or something goes wrong, and it's well, game over, isn't it? So it's hard, yeah, I've just you know. About, I've just said about the Allen Brothers, you know, the same mm. thing, isn't it? So that's the feel I got that kind of like, I didn't really know them that well, but I didn't really know of the Allen Brothers till recently too much. Yeah. I love, I love them, man. They're super cool. But they, they, they lost their guitar player. Didn't they? He was about 22 and the bass player went the next year, but you yeah. just, you know, you can't stop the rock, can you? If you still want can't to do it. Rock. Gotta... Yeah, look yeah. at Skinner and bands like that, man. They're still, they're still doing it, aren't they? Yeah. They've, yeah. got like one, they've got one original member and he weren't even in the band. He was like, he, he used to oh, like to see the pins on tour or something. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you've got to draw the line somewhere, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can't just, you can't, I, th I think holding on to a song, you know, as long as you're creating new songs and putting new stuff out there, holding on to something that happened and, try, and trying to do a, almost like a covers band is a bit... Yeah. Not so cool, is it? But No, no. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I got quite excited with the whole Guns N' Roses reunion because it was Axel and Slash and Duff, but technically it wasn't the original lineup. But, you know, you was, take what you can get. It was good enough, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, who, who, was, who was singing on that then? Was that Axel Rose and... Yeah, 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 Axel, yeah, Duff cool as well. Was it Duff on bass as well? Duff yeah. on bass, they yeah. Got, they yeah. got Axel, Duff and Slash. It was at the yeah. London, London Stadium, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, they were, they were like five out of five. Like they, were, they were still as good, you know. It was, like yeah. it was a faultless set, it was, you know. Yeah, Maybe. great, great. I love Appetite for Destruction. We all love Appetite for Destruction, don't we, anyway? I guess it's just like... Everyone does. <laughs> they have to. It's just it's genius, just, isn't it? That, that lovely blend of punk rock and, you know... I wonder if they'll ever... Great guitar solos. They do, um, they do talk about that they're going to do a new album, don't they? Well, they're certain they're already recording, but, you know, who knows? You, you don't know with them. You don't know. <laughs> with Axel, you don't know what's going to happen. I think if it was Slash, he'd be releasing an album every week, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think Axel yeah. takes his time. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, really. Well, um, <laughs> Jack, should we wrap it up? It's been absolutely amazing talking to you. So many yeah, subjects, been, so yeah, many things. Really Just I so much, guys, man. I felt kind oh, of I've enjoyed it. You know, it's yeah, yeah. No, it's gone so quick. It's just like wow, that was yeah, no, really interesting no. from start to finish, Jack. You've been really, absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you on board, sir. <laughs> yeah, number four. Num number four. Your favourite your favourite number. Podcast four. <laughs> Complete. Yeah. Thanks, thanks yeah. again, Jack.